welcome to 160 Dates, the podcast, and today I'm here with Indigo, and we're going to be discussing fuck buddies. Um, so, hi Indigo, how are you? Hi, very well, thanks. <laughs> nice to see you on Zoom. <laughs> you too, how are you? I'm good, yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm as per usual, boy confused, because I've been on seven dates with someone, and I'm kind of confused as to what's next and I'm at that like you know the in-between stage where you're kind of with someone kind of not and you're like what's happening next and I just kind of prefer it to be I'm solidly not with someone or solidly with someone and this in-between stage makes me feel anxious yeah yeah tough stage yeah because you're getting closer yeah uh but you might not necessarily want to get that close but then you also really want to yeah yeah it's like it's just before the the cliff you're on the cliff edge yeah yeah it's my worst scary place to be yeah do you do you mind that bit the in-between bit or are you fine with it I think I'm quite fine with it unless unless I know I really like them and they're not giving me more like yes. as long as, as long as it's kind of clear that we're both on the same page and that we both really like each other and things are progressing. But if I'm getting the idea that I really like them but they don't like me as much and they're not as keen as me, then that's a terrible place to be. <laughs> so it can be quite exciting, but as long as you're on the same page, I think, and then and I guess it's that working out, like, are you on the same page? So I mean, ultimately, it's nice to have a conversation in a way as quickly as possible. But that's only if you want that conversation. Yeah. Not so good when they have that conversation before you want it. Oh, yeah. I hate that. Timing is everything. Yeah. I had quite a few of the ones where they bring up the conversation on, like, second or third date, being like, oh, we're now girlfriend and boyfriend. You're like, no, I barely know you. I don't know who you are. That ended up in a few disasters. But now, like... You get, like, quite a lot. Yeah, I do. I get, like either the instant ones but then this one is like it's very slow very steady which is all great and fine but now I'm a bit like okay like I know that he's not getting with anyone and I know I'm not getting with anyone but I'm also like does he actually like me or is this kind of like a game <laughs> but yeah we'll see so I'm at that weird stage where I'm suddenly oh, I'm getting too kind of attached without there being a solid framework. So yeah. I'm trying to keep attachment away. Don't get too attached. Do not like anyone. But also that. keep it in a happy place. Yes. Because it's also a place where you, I mean, not just you personally, I mean, it's yeah. like definitely me, where you can get into over worrying and over analyzing and yeah. it becomes a hell. Yeah. Definitely. So keep happy. <laughs> I think because I think I'm also writing this book about dating at the same time I've seen now all the mistakes I've made that whilst I'm going through this with the new guy I'm a bit like oh my god there's so many things I can fuck up on I really need to be careful to not make a mistake so I think it's more pressure when you're writing a book about dating at the same time as dating at the beginning yeah that's horrible it's awful I mean that's a lot of pressure (laughs) so much pressure I know I can mess up badly as I have many many times but anyway, so that's what's going on for me. Um, but <laughs> back to the topic at hand, fuck buddies. So first of all, um, I 
would like to discuss fuck buddies because I think fuck buddies is a one it was something which my Instagram followers at 160 dates wanted to discuss the most um this week and two I think it's an area which can have it's just a it's almost a slightly taboo still I feel because on one hand I feel a lot of men expect women to just only want to be in a relationship and only want to get married. And actually women also have sexual needs. And yes, you can sort everything out yourself, but sometimes it's really nice to just go to bed with someone. And it's really, really nice to go to bed with someone who's really good in bed and which you know that because you've slept with them many times before. Um, So that is why I thought fuck buddies was a good discussion. 100%. Yeah. So, um... Have you had many fuck buddies? I, no. Um, I think, I mean, obviously I should know. Um, <laughs> I, I, I've probably, probably two people in the past I would count as that. Um, and one where I certainly wanted it to start like that. Yeah. Um, and that was because that stage of my life I was kind of fairly recently signal 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 <laughs> single <laughs> after a long-term relationship and definitely did not want to be going back into another relationship and you know that kind of very happy stage you get when you're single you know it's right and you're socializing and you kind of feel a freedom again and yes. there's a real glory stage and you're maybe just getting into dating but you haven't got into dating far enough that you're in the lows of dating you're still in the highs and um yeah you're excited about all the possibilities of who you can meet so yeah I met this guy during that time and it was at a house party did not plan for this things got out of control and we ended up sleeping together um and um it was really good <laughs> and essentially we agreed that we wanted that to continue um but without any kind of strings or anything else so that did and it was really exciting and actually really great certainly just for what it was but then I see it now, I don't know if this counts, because over time, um, this continued. We ended up actually, you know, kind of spending a bit more time together. And then in the end, he ended up being my boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> so um, that was that. <laughs> yeah. So when, so how frequently were you, were you sleeping with him when you were fuck buddies? Um, it was a while ago, but... I mean, it was probably twice a week. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say. And then the, the so that's how it started for you. So you you met at a house party, you ended up sleeping together, and then you're like, oh, he's getting better, I'm going to keep going. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Because I've had one of those, and that was actually number 47. Um, the, okay. The the guy who ended up being a complete lunatic um, and 
Do you oh that? no! Yeah, the one who was terrible like, one. Yeah. So he, <laughs> so he and I originally met at a party, and then we soon slept together. And then, and I didn't like him. I thought he was a real loser, uh, which he was. Um, I thought he was awful. And then I ended up sleeping with him, and he was just really good in bed. We were just very sexually compatible. Not like sexy X and I, but we were still very sexually compatible. And it was, I think it was the first person I'd had sex with post sexy X who I actually thought was worth having sex with. I think it was probably the second person I slept with. I think it was like three years on or something. Actually, that's not true because I had other fuck buddies. Um, but my general pattern is it's, I've, I've tried to have two one night stands in my life and both of them I've ended up going out with. But because I've been like, oh, I have one night stand and then the sex has been good and then we're suddenly like dating and I've been like, oh, this is a bit of a disaster. But my, my normal pattern for fuck buddies is actually it's guys who I have been dating and I've suddenly realised I don't really like them or they don't really like me. But I'm like, well, I've already slept with them, might as well keep going. Um, and so, yeah, so then I'll keep going with them. And that's also in relation to ex-boyfriends too. I frequently in the past, not recently, but frequently in the past have slept with ex-boyfriends, which I actually really like doing, but I think it does make things very difficult and confusing. I like to with ex-boyfriends because they really know your body, you really know theirs. It's very comfortable. It's very cosy. It's kind of like coming home again each time. And you're like, oh, you just feel kind of, it's just so kind of soothing and nice. But actually what you're doing, especially if you've been just recently broken up, you're literally just breaking your heart again and again and again. Um, so I, I really don't think it's a good idea. Have you ever slept with ex-boyfriends? No, it's something I've never done. Um, and I can completely see that as it, it being, you know, so nice, kind of a feeling of coming home type yeah. thing. And I almost feel it's quite weird that I haven't, but I guess... I just, yeah, when it's ended, it, it, when it's just really ended. I I mean, there's never been, bad. I've never, I guess maybe, maybe that's because sometimes when I've had breakups in the past, we've geogra- geographically been in very different places, yes. uh, as in different countries. So that's probably helped. Um, yes. And there's normally quite a lot of physical <laughs> distance. Yeah. Um, whereas maybe if it happened when we were kind of still living around the corner from each other or something like that, maybe then that would have happened. Or even if we'd shared the same group of friends, I've never really shared the same group of friends as ex-boyfriends. Yeah, no, we but, weird. Actually, our first boyfriends were best friends. Oh, yeah. But we broke up with them That's at, true. at the same time. <laughs> Um, but there was a big divorce yes there was a major divorce we lost the whole friendship group when when we yeah. with them that was actually very difficult because we had so many mutual friends by by the end of because I went out with my first boyfriend for I think three years three and a half years or something like yeah. that yeah yeah I started going out with him when I was 14 and we broke up when I was 17 and a half I think so, yeah, it was a major yeah. divorce, that one. Yeah, a major, like, formative years, huge, those ones. Huge for both of us. 
I actually, I was just thinking about it. I have slept with every single boyfriend I've ever had post-breaking out. <laughs> every single time. No wonder I have such a hard time breaking out with people. What do you think it means that that's happened to you with every single relationship, but it's also happened for me, vice versa, with every well, single relationship had, I've had? You've had geographical distance. Whereas yeah, true. For you me, haven't. like, also, like, two of my ex-boyfriends went funny about sex during our relationship. We were very young. Okay. We were like the the first one and also another one quite soon after. Both of them went funny about sex. And then when they had another girlfriend, they rang me and were like, I'm so sorry for sexually rejecting you. You were so great. <laughs> <laughs> I literally remember being like, oh, thanks very much. But then after they broke up with them, we often used to sleep together again. Um, but I think also because I generally don't like sleeping with lots of new people, but I, I like having sex. So I go back to the past ones again. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that's what it is. It's, I always call it my recycling, um, which is, um, interesting. I was literally like, yeah, but when you know it works, well, I mean, true. why not? And if, if you're both coming into that situation knowing what the scenario is and you're both okay with that, this then, is the then great. But that is the point. So I always, if it's me who did the breaking up and they ring and they're like, oh, hi, blah, 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 can I come over? Not like that, that sounds so creepy. But whatever, if, if, if it's them, <laughs> if it's me who did the breaking up, which has been the case for the, the last certainly the last few relationships, I will then be like, yes, but this is actually just sex and it, we can't, like, con ourselves into thinking it's anything else. And I only want you to do it if, like, you're totally happy with that because otherwise it's going to cause lots of pain. But saying that, I'm pretty sure every single boyfriend I've ever had and I have both cried post-sex, post-the relationship. And we both always end up in tears, which is just not very sexy. But it's what happens. <laughs> I think sometimes, like, some people are like, oh, you know, you need to have sex with someone when you bring up them for closure. And I completely disagree with that. I don't think post, post-breakup sex is a necessity. But I think if it happens, it's not the end of the world either. It also does not mean you're meant to be together. It just means that you both wanted to have sex at the same time. And if they didn't want to yeah. have sex at the same time as you, then you shouldn't be having sex with them. Because that's right. But it's also like whether it's time to like turn off the tap or not. And I don't know whether this is like a female thing versus a male thing or just not even that, like just kind of how kind of happy you are to kind of, as you said, I guess have lots of different partners and kind of have a steady flow of different people or whether you're kind of someone who enters into um you know that a little more slowly and kind of needs to get to know someone first so it's almost like that kind of it's also like you know are you ready to turn off the tap to kind of yeah that that constant uh, you know ability to be with someone um yeah it's true because actually when when I did finally go for my breakup I had that with sex sexy I had that terrible thing do you remember when I I slept with a guy after like 10 dates or something I'd gone on loads and loads of dates with him 
and I stayed over at his house and we've been dating now for like a month or three weeks, three and a half weeks, a month. I stayed over at his house and I had like a serious panic attack and had to leave his house in the middle of the night. Oh, yeah. After sleeping with him. It was so weird because I'd actually had sex with him in my house a few days before and it was fine. And then I had sex with him at his house and we'd had sex. The sex was fine. But we were suddenly lying in bed and I was, I, like the lights were off. And I'm not like, a, I don't have panic attacks normally. And suddenly I couldn't breathe. And I was literally, I had to get out. And then he was trying to make me stay. And then he felt sexually rejected and felt like I'd used him for sex. And it actually wasn't, I actually really liked him. I just completely panicked at the idea of being stuck there in this bed, in this house I didn't really know. And I completely freaked out. So I think from then on as what well, like before then, I had already been a big recycler of past lovers. And post that, it became even more of a thing because I was like, I can't just like have panic attacks every time I stay at someone's house. Like I will never have sex again. I mean, I don't know what, at that point I wasn't going to have another boyfriend for five years. So I didn't know that obviously, but I, well, bar 47, who doesn't count? But generally I was like, I, that's going to be it unless I overcome this. And the panic attack thing, to be honest, now I've, like got through it I think it was just my body um saying to me that this person wasn't right but I'm not saying that everyone who ever has a panic attack post-sex it means they're with the wrong person I think for me I just wasn't ready I was still very in love with sexy axi I was just in, in a bad place and I wasn't ready have you ever freaked out when you've been at someone's house post-sex and you're like oh my god what am I doing um I think maybe in the morning um when kind of (laughs) like the lights are on or natural daylight's coming through and you kind of you don't quite know how it's going to be you know and you kind of you're kind of you're awake like do you make it known that you're awake do you pretend to be asleep for a bit longer (laughs) like are they gonna like want to make you breakfast or they're gonna want to like shoot you out as quickly as possible like how do you play it like get out really quickly um so I think I've never had a panic attack but I've definitely it's just that that beginning bit where you don't quite know exactly how it's gonna be that I like panic and I'm like okay no, I'm not quite sure. Yeah. Um, you know, especially when you don't like when you don't know someone so well. Yeah. Um, and in you know, that instance really the easiest thing is to get it out quick, just to avoid any awkwardness. Yeah. But then, you know, if you like them, you kind of you do want to stay. So when I after that panic attack incident, I tended to leave in the night post sleeping with someone. But that causes all sorts of other issues because then they feel like they're sex workers or they feel like I've used them, which is 100% not the case. Because if I'm going to use someone for their body, I will have made it very, very clear, this is just sex. This is just us being together. If I don't say that, I'm thinking, we might get married. No, not really. (laughs) I'm thinking that it could be something serious. Um, But um, yeah, so it's, there is that, I think there is that awkward thing the next day. To be honest, the guys who I've slept with in the last six years, I have known, I've already been 
dating them pretty much, or they've slept at my house, which I much prefer, because my house, like, I can set the tone. If they want to leave, then fine. But being kicked out of someone's house is just incredibly unpleasant. Yeah. I'd, Horrible. If, if anyone is ever here, and like, I'd always be like, oh, you know, why, like, I can make breakfast, and I'll, and I'll listen to whether they're like, yes or no. And if they say no, I'm like, okay, bye. <laughs> totally fine. Uh, though actually, sometimes it's not fine. And sometimes you're like, they didn't even bloody stay, but I hope to that message later. On. I think the thing is that you make it clear, like it's fine if someone makes it clear. They're like, oh, I've got to be somewhere for, for brunch. Yes. Or breakfast. Then, then that's totally fine. Because... I the night before. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's the best. Yeah, yeah, it is the best. It is the best. Yeah, it makes a big difference because otherwise, yeah, yeah. But I, I it's kind of safer to say that, like, regardless, and then, like, you know, you can always have plans cancel, right? But have you ever <laughs> but, really wanted a guy, when the guy stayed with you? Have you ever really wanted the guy to leave in the morning, or have you always been like, oh, it's okay to have breakfast? Yeah, I'd be fairly okay for them to hang around, actually. So, um, not- unless I've had, unless I've had, I actually have had plans, and then, that, but then that's been fine. See, I have no problem. Like someone, if I've slept with someone, I I generally like them enough to want to spend like at least a few hours with them the next day. So I would never yeah. like kick someone out. I wonder why that actually does happen. As in, I wonder why men sometimes are so unwelcoming and unfriendly the next day i mean obviously in some instances it can happen where people just like completely smashed off their faces like before <laughs> like i'm not aware of what's going on or you know partially and then in the morning it all becomes crystal clear and then you get the doom cloud and the regret maybe and kind of just panic of okay what actually did go on and so i think in a lot of those scenarios, people can just like panic and be like, Wah! like I need to like recoup with myself, like and just um, regroup um, without this strange person. Um, yeah. yeah, and you know, hopefully that's not happening every day of someone's <laughs> life. <laughs> I was just thinking about whether or not I've ever been kicked out before breakfast. And I've got two two experiences of this. Number one was, do you remember the older guy who I was dating? And what, so he and I had slept, like he, he was the one who literally wanted to go out with me after two dates. And then well, we've been sleeping together for like, I don't know, ages, but it's because it's by the time that we were, he wanted to go out with me immediately. And I said I couldn't because I was going to, continue dating because I didn't know him well enough and I actually really liked him I wanted to get to know him but he wouldn't let me he just wanted me to be exclusively with him but only see me once every couple of weeks which I found really weird but anyway so then he we were sleeping together and this was post that so this is now when we were in kind of fuck buddy stage but though sometimes I'd be like oh I we should date and sometimes he'd be like oh I think we should date and it was never at the same time until much later on but he one night after we'd met up really late at night which is what I'd message him when I was out it'd be like two in the morning I'd be like oh I'm here do you want to come and he'd most of the time turn up 
And one night was after that. And we just slept together. And then he was like, oh, I've got a really busy day tomorrow. And I was like, okay. And he was like, yeah, maybe it's best if you leave. And I literally... In the middle of the night? In the middle of the night. <gasps> this is like 3.30 in the morning. And this guy really liked me. So it was the most ridiculous thing to do. But anyway, it's 3.30 in the morning. Didn't even help me get a cab. I had ordered new... I think Whoa. He, I think he did offer to to order me an Uber, which I also found insulting because I was just so angry anyway. So I was like, I can order my own Uber. Anyway, I left. And then the next day, it, he messaged me... Like, 20 minutes later, being like, did you get home okay? And I ignored him. Then the next day, he sent me loads of messages. And then he was like, why are you ignoring me? And I've, I find, he then rang. And I was just like, I think it's absolutely outrageous that you tried to keep me out in the middle of the night. I was like, it's unacceptable. And I will never be sleeping with you again, which I totally broke because then we started dating again. But it was, like, so not okay. And then my other time, the other thing I was thinking about was with the whole no breakfast thing is I never let it get to that point. If I'm at a guy's house, I will normally have left that night or I will leave, I will, as soon as I wake up, I'll literally start putting my clothes and be like, oh, nice to see you. And unless they literally stop me and say, no, let's have breakfast first, I will have left because I just can't deal with the awkwardness. Yeah, same. But also, I've also had mornings where, like, Breakfast hasn't been offered, but we've still had a bit of chill time. Uh, but like then, you know, we kind of parted ways quite nicely. Like, I think, I feel like the breakfast is like the royal service. Like that's like when things are really, you know, 10 out of 10 effort. Yes, that's um, true, actually. And then otherwise... Yeah, you kind of just save yourself in those situations. You get out as soon as you can. Hope yeah. it's all fairly pleasant and grown up. And, yeah. you know, you save the night for what it was. Yeah, I mean, um, it's funny because I've, I've still never... Actually, no, I did. I managed to have that one night stand because the guy was actually leaving the country. Do you remember it was a couple of years ago on New Year's Eve? Oh, uh, um, He was yeah. leaving the country the next nice. day. Nice. And I was like minor achievement but I was like I really need to have achieved one one night stand yes see, I think that's beautiful though just it's, you it know was, it was so appreciating amazing. just that one night for what it was it was so great and we, we actually still messaged until very like until I started going out with the most recent ex-boyfriend and yeah it was actually really nice and it was really it was a surprisingly loving night as in like considering that I didn't know him. Um, he, he didn't know my friend, so it wasn't like a completely random person. And I'm not saying that this is the greatest thing for everyone to do because not everyone has this need or desire in their life. But I did find it just very refreshing and it was very nice. It helped that he was incredibly good in bed. To be honest, if he'd lived in London... Yeah, I think that's what you want, yeah. really. Yeah. I think... They have to yeah. be good. You can't, like, yeah. you can't have, like... You don't want to have a fuck buddy who's no good in bed. That's a disaster. No, no, and you have to be really hands-on. And Yeah. If if this guy who I had the one I stand with had actually lived in England, there's no way that we wouldn't have continued doing it because both of us were messaging being like, oh, my God, that was actually insane. And he actually did try and see me again the next day where I'd then left. So it was, it was one of those kind of beautiful... I think moments. the thing is, when you find that chemistry yeah. with someone... 
it's very hard to walk away from it or it's just a shame. And I just wonder whether, you know, do, do we, do we have that experience because actually, you know, we're not promiscuous enough. Like actually if we were more promiscuous, maybe that would be more common. So then actually it wouldn't be, maybe it's, I'm maybe thinking about this wrong or like, is it actually just that actually you only have like, really good chemistry with only a few people and so wait so you're saying you're saying is is it that we end up having amazing sex sometimes with someone because we're really suited and if we're more promiscuous we'd know we're more suited to more people or I yeah like as in actually you know you might have that chemistry with many more people than you think Um, or is it actually really quite rare for me and I can only speak for myself but for me when I've ended up like having that serious strong desire to sleep with someone which is actually incredibly rare for me because I'm done like no 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 not interested but I sounded like that guy from the vicar of Dibley (laughs) (laughs) no 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 um anyway um so yeah so it's only then when some when I'm so attracted to someone that I end up sleeping with them immediately. And then two out of the three have ended up being my boyfriends. But I don't think it's just because I had sex immediately. I think it's literally the energy the one night stand guy, he walked into the room. We both saw it was at our party. He saw me and I looked up. I could feel him looking at me. And within about four seconds, we were kissing. It was one of those, like, weird That was amazing. It was, and he was so beautiful. Ah, oh, he was so, be- he was one of the hottest guys I came up with. He was so hot. <gasps> amazing. Um, <laughs> so you think that's how you want it to be? That's like how you want the dream? Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Set up to be it was, in that scenario. It was very good. Um, okay, back to topic, back to topic. So, um, so for you, your fuck buddies normally start with you sleep with them and then later you end up going out with them. Yeah. Yeah. That has happened historically. Yeah. Whereas mine have started because, but mine normally started because I've gone out with them or dated them and didn't work out. So then I did. And how do yours normally end your fuck buddies? Um, so well I guess the one I ended up going out with I just realised actually in the end um, we realised they just weren't right (laughs) together long term Um, and you know maybe looking back the way it started probably masked um, you know kind of how we were actually as people um, yes, I can see that. and that's the danger. Yeah, I can see <laughs> Is that. It, yeah, um, and you know that physical side takes over, um, and can can kind of mask all manner of sin. No, there wasn't much sin there, but you know, um, actually, maybe if we'd started a different way, we would never have got as far as we did. Because we would have got to know each other and then realised that actually maybe personality-wise we weren't compatible. It is interesting because I think once you sleep with someone, your body does produce these yeah. hormones. And, but 
I I know it's always, oh, you know, men can sleep with whoever they want. Women aren't able to because they get too attached. I don't feel I have that attachment thing. But I do, th- as in once I've slept with someone, I don't have to be with them. I can easily be like, well, that was a beautiful moment in my life. Thank you very much. And goodbye. I can do that. But, not that I've done it much, to be honest. But, <laughs> that one time. Um, in Bangkok. But the... Um, the thing is, is that I think what happens is once you slept with someone and it's very good, you're then like, oh, I've had this delicious trifle and I don't want to, I don't want to yeah. eat my trifle. I want to keep yeah. eating my trifle, uh, eating trifle, that sounds gross, but I want to keep, <laughs> I want to keep having this. So then you keep going. And, and then because you keep having sex with someone, then you, I think if you spend too much time with anyone who you're very, very attracted to, you'll end up falling in love with them. So you end up stuck. Yeah. Uh, I think that can very easily happen. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, well, they say that really attraction comes and goes. And at the end of the day, you need to be compatible. Yeah. Character personality wise. I mean, I'm talking, you know, for kind of marriage, soulmates type kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously you want both. Um, but I think, yeah, it is, um, can be dangerous. Yeah, no, I think it can. Um, what mistakes have you made with fuck buddies that you will not be repeating? Um... I th- well, I think the thing is, is that ultimately you just don't want to get hurt in that situation. I guess neither of you want to get hurt in that situation. So you want to keep it kind of very, I guess, positive and like set clear boundaries so that there isn't kind of confusion and like someone can't end up getting hurt because, I don't know, they had higher expectations than the other person or something like that. Um, so I think um, that is always important, but at the same time, that's always a balancing act. Um, I, I haven't been really hurt yet, <laughs> yeah. um, but then I've been lucky in that. And I guess at the moment I'm kind of currently in some kind of, situation like yeah. this where I guess I've been dating so first I was dating someone and then uh we kind of got to a stage where we were like that this isn't working in terms of dating but the you know, physical side is really good so let's just kind of continue that and um see um you know, see how it goes, we'll just keep things honest, which is what has happened for the past few kind of weeks, I would say. But then we spent a bit of time apart and now, I don't know, there seems to be more emotions back in there. Yes. And it's a confusing ground. So, and, and now it's kind of a situation of neither of us want to be the one, I guess, kind of wanting more, yeah. but we're kind of in a happy place. And it's kind of a thing where you don't really want to recognize what's going on because you don't want to 
like upset the apple cart. So <laughs> I'm in a treacherous place at the moment, I feel, because um, something's working, but it's whether it's only working on a casual basis, you know, without pressure of, I don't know, being something more. But if something can't work with, you know, being a kind of, uh, you know, a set relationship, then is it worth having? And you're just wasting time yeah. with something that's only ever going to be one thing, really. So, yeah, I guess at the beginning you said you were in a confused space. I'm in a confused space. <laughs> <laughs> but you and him have had, you, you've had discussion saying that, have you had discussion saying you want it to be more than fuck buddies now? Or not yet? Not properly. No. Because I know he bought um, your hot, so you were fuck buddies, and he bought you presents back from his holiday, which is great. yeah, exactly. And that changed everything. That, that was confusing. You're yeah. not meant to do that. <laughs> that is not fuck buddies. No presents. No <laughs> presents. <laughs> exactly. But then also, am I just a materialistic girl that like gets her head swayed by some presents? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't exactly like the fanciest present, but it was very sweet and very thoughtful. Yeah, so it, no, was. it's not it was. It was. <laughs> he didn't bring yeah. the diamonds. He brought, he brought you like a little cute candle. No, there were no diamonds. <laughs> but it was sweet. <laughs> it was, and I guess that's I guess then put me into confused territory. And then we had a really nice weekend together, where it felt romantic and like yeah, an two weekends. Yeah. yeah, that's why. Yeah, the tone was different. Yeah. Um, and. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it almost kind of feels a bit like what you were describing with your exes, where it's like, you know, a feeling of familiarity, like you know each other, it's all really nice, but we haven't had any kind of real crisis points. Yeah. Like it's an an actual breakup. So it's now like, oh, wait, are we actually getting to know each other now properly without any pressure or both relaxed, like things are going well? Is this actually now us finally like knowing. properly getting to know each other yeah. and, and feeling comfortable enough to do so. Yeah. It's I don't know. Yeah, I think I think it's a unique circumstance that you have right now. I think, um, yeah, it's unique. You don't normally, for people, when they've... I don't think normally fuck buddies end up dating later. But that's... As in when they've been... Well, it's weird to date before... Yeah. ...then turn to that and then date again yeah, afterwards. exactly. That's exactly. odd. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's not meant to happen. Um, but, but wait, so have you been majorly hurt in that situation before? I mean, I'm trying to think. I, well, so when Sexy Exy and I have broken up and we've been broken up for eight months and then we started sleeping together again, and we, but we were sleeping together, not as fuck buddies. We were sleeping together, telling each other that we were madly in love with each other, and that we wanted to be together. And then, it would, does that count? Then I don't know because then I he, don't think it does. Because then he was like, then he was like, oh, I don't know, if I can do this. And then I was like, oh, I don't know, if I can. And then he was like, I know, if we go out again, you're just going to break up with me again. Uh, okay. And then I was like, oh yeah, I probably will. And because nothing had changed, it was still still the same guy I'd broken up with before, and I knew I'd just go through the same motions again. So it was, it was a, it was a weird one. 
So he, so he and I started off as girlfriend and boyfriend, and then we were kind of ishly almost fuck buddies. I can't remember how long I was even sleeping with him for between from when we broke up. I know it was like eight months before we slept together, but then I don't know whether or even saw each other. That was a really romantic story, though, because we've, we hadn't spoken for eight months and we'd broken up and then our mutual pet died. But he hadn't been with our mutual pet, which was a rabbit, I'd like to add. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I had our mutual pet rabbit. Um, and, then, and then he... <laughs> And then it died, and I was really upset. I was also going through, like, a horrendous I time. Mm. I was going through such a hard time, and then the rabbit died and just topped off the whole situation. And so I remember ringing him and, like, crying about the rabbit. And he was really cold on the phone for, like, two minutes. And then he suddenly melted, which I always loved the fact I could melt him so quickly. And then, um, and then we were just having a conversation, and then... I was like upset because I was having a really tough time and I was then like I really want to see you and then we both got in the car and we drove towards each other as fast as we could and we agreed to meet on this road like by our house about no not by our house like bang in between both of our houses and well his new house which was his parents house because he'd moved out of mine and he then we got we got out the car and I went into his and then I'm pretty sure we slept together in the car. <laughs> I love it. I remember it being like, we literally said hi. And then I just remember him kissing me and being like, whoa, what's happening? And then I'm pretty sure we started having sex in the car in Clapham. And then I think, <laughs> then I think, I think she was like, wait, this is not comfortable enough. Let's, let's go home. Lovely urgency <laughs> in the well-to-do neighbourhood. <laughs> so then we went home. Um, I wonder whether sleeping with someone in the car is illegal. If it is, I didn't do it. It's not true. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's definitely some kind of real or law. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's fine. It was a private place. Anyway, so then that happened. And then we went home. And then, then we started this kind of horrendous, painful intoxicating, horrific, scarring, fuck buddy-ish, still in love situation, which almost destroyed me entirely. Yeah. And actually, I think it took me, I mean, I would say it took me five years to get over him and I'm still, he's still like, I don't, luckily my most recent ex-boyfriend cured me of most of it. But there's still definitely, I'm still definitely in love with him, but I'm still in love with all of my exes. But I still would say he has like ten percent of my heart right now. The most recent one has thirty at least percent. <laughs> <laughs> but that's I think extremely tough. Yeah. Like to to be going like to have that kind of intense relationship, very like long term intense relationship that you had. Yeah. And then be doing that and kind of trying to keep emotionally stable. I mean that's. Yeah. It was awful. I kind of impossible. It was awful. Really hard. You guys like kind of self-torture stuff. Yeah, it was awful. I actually, yeah. like if someone was saying to me, oh, this is what I've been doing. If you came to me and you're like, oh, this is my plan. I'd be like, absolutely don't do it. You'll no, yourself. no, do it. terrible. 
Um, yeah. But the other, the other situation I had, which was kind of similar, is there was a guy who was... Who I'm was, running out of battery. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, how, how much battery do you have? I don't know. It flashed up at me. Do you have a charger um, there? Well, I've got my headphones. Um, hold up. I could take them out. Oh, okay. I've got... I'm in the red, but I've still got a chunk. Oh, okay. so your headphones take up the computer thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So no, so there was one more situation which I have, which was um, well, no, I have many more situations than this, but there's another situation I have where um, the guy and I started off by dating, and it was really nice, and then it ended up basically his friend ended up saying to me something like. Oh yeah, he only he is basically using me for sex or something like that. He didn't say it quite like yeah, that. Yeah. And he and I have been going on really nice dates and we've been seeing each other three times a week. So I turned to him like later and I was like, Oh, apparently you're just using me for sex. And I was at a stage where I was completely terrified of being vulnerable. And showing any tiny crack in my arm was a very big deal. And so I was like, that's totally fine. I'm happy with us participating fuck buddies. And he was like, no, that's not what I wanted. And I was like, no, obviously it is. It's what your friend said. He was like, no, 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 it really isn't. And I was like, oh, it is. But he never had the balls to say, I actually really like you. I want us to be together. So instead, from then on, we were fuck buddies because I literally then had it in my head. And he wasn't, he never stopped it. So we continued like that for ages. And then eventually I was like, he smokes too much weed, I'm bored. So then I stopped and that was it. But... He could. He actually is now quit weed, and he actually got in contact not that long ago, and oh, well, like a year and a bit. But and he was then like, "Oh, you know, I do like you, blah blah blah." But it had taken too long, and by then I was like, "Well, I'm not dealing with this waste of space again." Well, it's just another example of you just have to like actually say how you're feeling. Yeah. Like life's too short to know. So like obviously we can all have those moments where we meet someone and we're like in love with them. Like the first, yeah. the first date, like quell that. But like <laughs> when there's like a time to actually you. say how you're feeling, like yeah. you need to say because otherwise you just lose out. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I think that's entirely true. I think yeah. my, my main mistakes that I've made is probably I have just wasted a lot of time on people who shouldn't have had that, my time wasted on them. But another time I did get very hurt was friends with benefits. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Have you ever had a friends with benefit? <laughs> See, I don't think I have. Um, no. Um, so, yeah, intrigued to hear more. I think even when, when I kind of first, I kind of questioned actually what's the difference between Buddies yeah. and friends of benefits. So what I'd say um, is friends of benefits is someone who's your friend who you end up sleeping with. And a fuck buddy is someone who you have no real interest in friendship with them, you just have sex with them. Yeah, friends of benefits would say you're already friends, and then there's benefits on top later. Yeah. Um benefits being you sleep together or have some sort of sex. But then with that, I kind of think, well, why can you really that could be like the perfect recipe for a boyfriend? Oh, I, I think it could be. But my experience... So why have they not worked out as boyfriends, if they haven't? I mean, I've probably had two of those properly. Actually, no, I've had one and a half. So one of them (laughs) was a guy who I was very good friends with my whole life. And he and I kissed when I was 
on my 18th birthday. God, if he ever listens to this, he's now definitely going to know who he is. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> because, Make it the 19th. 19th. Yeah. <laughs> we kissed on my 19th birthday. Or maybe. Anyway. Yeah, so we kissed on one of my birthdays, the 18th. Um, and then after that, we were both so awkward. Um, and I didn't know why it was quite so awkward. I later found out, I don't know whether you know the story. I later found out that the reason he was so awkward about this is because we kissed on a bed. And when he was kissing me, he came. Oh, I didn't know if I did know this. he was then so embarrassed that he'd come whilst we were just kissing that he got really awkward and didn't speak to me for like two months post that, even though we were best friends and used to speak like four or five times a week. So that was the first time. Then when I got single again at 27, probably at about 28, he and I would hang out at night lots and we'd go to loads of parties together. And then one night we were over his and then suddenly we were kissing. And then suddenly we were sleeping together and it was insane. Both of us were like, this is insane sex. How, he, I remember him turning to me and being like, why have we never done this before? Uh, it was it was very good, and yeah, it was really good. But then what happened with that was he then, oh, I then he then got feelings for me, and I was then freaking out because I I was like I was just so not ready at that stage to have anything romantic with anyone because I was so heartbroken. And then I thought like you know he's quite a player, and he takes a fair amount of drugs, and I just didn't want to be with someone like that. And then at another point, I started having feelings for him. And then he started dating someone else. And then we basically had this horrendous roller coaster where I liked him and he liked someone else. And then he liked me and I liked someone else. And then, and then one night I was at his house and he was high. And he said to me, um, you know, I think we should get married. My mum thinks we should get married too. And I remember just being like, uh, and in my heart, like, part of me was like, I would love that. But then my head was like, you have a major drug problem. There is no way I can be with you. And that is obviously what I said. And then three weeks later, he met another girl and then they got married literally a month after that. So that one was gone. And that was very painful for me. I think yeah. I'm very pleased he's happy. I really am. And, like, I adore him and I adore his wife. Well, I don't know her very well, but I, I adore what I know of the wife. And I am happy for him. And I, like, now, if I think about him, I'm not like, oh, he's the one who got away at all. I'm just, I'm just a bit like, oh, there could have been something there and it never quite happened. And we were yeah. very good friends. But he's also a very special person. I couldn't be with him long time. It would be a disaster. <laughs> so, yeah. So that was my one... And then the other one I had was, oh, I can't, who was it? Malbec? Because I can't remember. There was another one. Oh, oh, oh wait. So there was the, another one who was also a very good friend of mine. But in, we never actually had, se- had sex. It never became anything. We were just friends who basically acted like boyfriend and girlfriend in physicality and protectiveness so he would always be holding me always hugging me always on me in some way and actually <laughs> sounds like a gecko 
<laughs> or a koala. Yeah. I mean, he was always, we would literally, we would be like cuddling and like, it was always so close. And by the end of that, I, I was falling in love with him. Um, and the awful thing with that one was he tried to kiss me one night. This is before I realized I liked him. And I was like, no, of course not. We're friends. What are you doing? And then I then, I then after that, was so like, oh my God, maybe I do like him. And then it was kind of too late because, and then he started, then it all got so messy and horrendous and it was a disaster. Um, and then I actually was in a lot of pain from that one too, because I did end up kind of being in love with him. And then it was too late. Oh, it was awful. The whole thing was awful. So yeah, I think my experience of friends with benefits is I will not be doing that again. Um, because I think it also does destroy the friendship a bit. Because my friendship with the first one is still there, but I mean, he now has kids and, and things. So I don't know whether that's what destroyed the friendship or whether it's just because we were sleeping together. Um, and then the second one, it got completely destroyed because we both, no one knew what was going on. Everyone was confused. I remember you were confused by what was going on with the second one. Yes. It was really confusing. It was so confusing. Like, like normally you can kind of, at least as an onlooker, like yeah. if an onlooker, like get a slight, like lay of land, but that was really confusing. It was horrendous. Um, it was really And yeah, I think, this, I think, yeah, Friends of Benefits is really tricky to kind of yeah have end well if you don't end up together. Yes, I think it can really destroy a friendship. And these were long-term friendships. These weren't just like, oh, we've been friends for six months. This was years and years and years of friendship. So that was... I don't think I actually know anyone who, you know, like how it happens in films where like people, two people are like great friends and then they think, oh, like, why not? Let's like kiss and see how it is. And they're like, oh no, that's really weird. And nothing happens and they stay friends and they joke about the facts like there's nothing there yeah actually um, my ex-colleague she was really good friends with the guy slept with him one night drunkenly they've now been together yeah. for four years they're getting married so oh, wow. it can happen yeah, but then it worked out but yeah. I mean as in I think the other way is just when like friends try and there's yeah. clearly nothing there on that side and they're like oh right nothing there <laughs> and then they can remain friends and they joke about that yeah it's true so I actually think from my personal experience Friends with benefits, I will not do again. First of all, because I don't really have any other friends who I'd actually want to sleep with. <laughs> 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 They're all gone now. <laughs> the second... Well, this is the thing. Like, the thing is now, if you meet a guy that you really get on with, you're not going to be like, oh, and you're attracted to you. You're not going to be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to keep him as a friend. No. And then maybe there'll be some benefits down the line. No. Like, you'll want to go out with them. I think that's the other thing, though. I think this was best friends with benefits. I think uh, maybe because yeah. both those guys were better. They were my best friends. Yeah. I think if it was friends as in someone who you see like once a year, like once a year or twice a year, then that's fine. I'm sure that's easy. But I happened to choose two men who were, we were inseparable. And so I think that is different. Basically don't yeah. keep your best friend unless you want it to be seriously awkward, unless you're positive, you both want to get married. Or if you don't want yeah. to get married, and that's totally fine too. You can just continue having awkward sex until someone does decide they want something else, but that's not great. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just be together forever without yeah. marriage. Or have an open relationship if other people want to be open too. But now we're getting very confusing. <laughs> that's a whole new podcast. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so, 
Should you have sex with someone as a fuck buddy who you actually want to go out with? No. I think it would be a disaster person. Not if that's agreed. It can happen. But I think it is highly unlikely. I think generally, whenever I've ever slept with someone quickly, uh, not in quickly, but if, whenever I've ever slept with someone, when I haven't been already like dating going out with them, I've been like, this is a one night thing. And you have to have that mentality and expect them to never speak to you again. And if they do, oh, it's a park if you want to speak to them again. And if they don't, well, it was a beautiful night. But yeah. I think going into something, being like, oh, I'm going to have sex with him or her. And then he or she is going to want to be with me for the rest of my life. I mean, that's so unlikely. Yeah. No, I, I just think whether it's unlikely or not, just the chances of get, getting hurt are higher. Yeah. Right. And it just means that, I don't know, like obviously... Is the argument that you think positive, but also like, also just don't raise your expectations. And I think if you're going into something, if you're agreeing to one thing but wanting another thing, it's just bound not to work out. What's bad? Communication and communication. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's. I wouldn't. You have to be on the same page. Yeah. Otherwise, one of you is going to end up getting disappointed. Yeah, it's very true. It's very Mm. true. I think the thing is, is that all this stuff is totally fine as long as you know what you're getting yourself into. So if you're saying to someone, I want us to just be fuck buddies, I mean, you might not say it quite so explicitly, but say something like that, then that is what you you are giving out. That's what you're putting out. And so that's what you should expect back. You shouldn't expect someone that you're going to have sex with them a few times and then they're going to fall in love with you regardless of how great you are in bed it just sometimes it just happens sometimes it doesn't but generally fuck buddies are fuck buddies they're not i'll fuck you until you want to be with me buddies yeah yeah no no it's just you can't go into into something like that with those expectations yeah no i agree i think the thing is is also the other thing which actually the guy who i'm dating at the moment said was why would you waste your time with a fuck buddy? Like, why not try and find, if you want to find the one, why not find the one? Yeah. And my answer to him (laughs) is, if you are looking for the one, but you haven't come across them, but you still want to have sex and good sex, then have a fuck buddy. But be super clear that you are also looking for other people. Also, with fuck buddies, I know we're all worried about corona right now, but STDs actually, a fuck buddy is a prime place to pick up an STD because they're generally people who are having sex with you and probably dating multiple other people as well. Because generally people who are more open to sex, uh, to fuck buddies are probably people who are more likely to be open to sex in general. And so I really think protection and preventing pregnancies is key in key. these situations yeah. too. Provide two tests, yes. COVID-free. Yeah, COVID-free. And STD-free. <laughs> yeah, because actually that's that can be a major problem. I've heard of a lot yeah. of people getting STDs from their fuck buddies. Yeah. And, and also... No one wants that. Even if they show a, a, a negative test then, you don't know who they slept with since Tuesday. 
You know, you don't know who they slept with in the last couple of days. And that, I mean, you can say that for everyone, but just keep the communication clear and use protection as well as um, whatever, the the pill, whatever, or if you're not on the pill, like I'm not, something else, you know, just use protection because actually that, that can just cause major problems. You don't, you don't want to get pregnant with a person you're just planning on having sex with just randomly and sporadically because otherwise that will be a big responsibility much no, bigger keep safe yes. keep safe keep going <laughs> right okay i think we've i think we've got enough about sex for today enough about sex. <laughs> <laughs> okay thank you so much for coming in to go and thank you everyone for tuning in please like follow share and please if you have anything nice to say please leave a comment on the oh what's it called the apple apple podcast we only have two comments right now and I'd really love a few more but only nice things please if you want to see something nasty please just message me directly at 160 dates the Instagram account thanks so much for tuning in thank you bye